Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gypsy Poet Radio. I'm the Gypsy Poet, and this Mother's Day weekend, we are featuring an incredible and beautiful Hollywood screen gem who is taking over the world once again. Please welcome the absolutely gorgeous, phenomenal, and mesmerizing Catherine Tovin Pacino. Hello, hello. How are you? Hello, Sophia. <laughs> Shout out to Texas. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> oh. I have got to say, first of all, happy birthday. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much, yes. And um, I, I have to say it again, happy Mother's Day weekend to you. Thank you, and the same to you and all the mothers out there, and all, and also all the fathers who, are, who are, uh, have to be fathers and mothers. Yes, I was one of them. <laughs> and even if you're not a mommy, if you were babies, you're a mommy. Ah. <laughs> Thank you very much. So I want to start with this one. Where are you from originally? Born in Chicago, Illinois, and a Midwestern girl. Grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, my parents, who um, uh, who were lived in St. Louis all their lives, moved to California uh, to Orange County um, when I was 11 years old. We lived there for two years. Two years later, my dad bought a home down in Escondido, which is North County, San Diego. And uh, so I grew up there until I was 18, and then I left home, and I was all over the place. (laughs) I've lived uh, most of my life in L.A., though, even though I've been to, you know, I have lived in San Francisco. I've lived in New York, um, but um, L.A. most, most of my life. Who or what inspired you to go into films or into the whole show business, or as I like to call it, the creative industry in its entirety? I think uh, one of the main people was Barbara Streisand. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, usually I wanted to be a singer, but uh, the, the problem with that is you've you got to have a good voice. <laughs> I have a great voice in the shower because it's a great acoustic, but... Um, no, she was one of my uh, the original people that really, really uh, inspired me. Uh, Shirley MacLaine, who you know I absolutely love because she is so spiritual. You know, she she wrote that book. She wrote the book um, out on a limb. I I fell off of the limb years ago. Uh, I'm so spiritual, it, it would drive you nuts. Uh, let me see. Lauren Bacall is another one of them. Merle Streep, Judy yes. Dench, all of these women are worth the the, the price of admission. Easy. As and a matter of fact, Judy. Actor. Mm-hmm. I was going to say that Judy Dench is one of my favorite actresses as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
you know what? Nobody does it like the Brits. I, I love the BBC channel. Uh, I just, mm-hmm. they're, they are just brilliant. Uh, not that there aren't plenty, you know, brilliant American actors and actresses, but she really, there's just something about her. And I, I loved her and um, uh, what all, just everything that she's done, everything. I can understand that. I was going to say that one of my favorite movies that uh, I saw her featured in is The Importance of Being Earnest, which was based on a play by Oscar Wilde, and I thought that was amazing. She she blew my mind. She was so good. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she gets the character down right. She gets it down. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I was going to say, speaking of actors, how did you meet the late Mr. Sal Pacino? I met Sal through very good friends. I was originally supposed to go on a double date with a friend with, you know, somebody else. And then mm-hmm. this friend of mine walked in. Uh, well, uh, this was when I was, uh, um, uh, what was I doing? Um, damn. Uh, I was doing makeup, you know, for Revlon and uh, doing promos for SC Lauder. He walked in because he knew the uh, cosmetic manager and he goes, by the way, you know, I started talking to me, started flirting with me and all that. I go, well, you know, you're a little bit too young for me. But he goes, wow, you know, uh, my friend, Sal Pacino, uh, he just broke up with his girlfriend. So, you know, I'm trying to fix him up. So I go, whoa, this is interesting. Uh, maybe uh, I should call this other date off because it was, you know, like a, a date that was come see, come saw, so. I, it was nothing that I was losing. So I, it's the best decision I ever made. Uh, we were married for 10 years. Mm. It was a May-December uh. marriage. He mm-hmm. was 30 years older than I. Unfortunately, he died of a severe heart attack one, one month before he turned 83. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple of years later, um, I remarried to the wonderful man that I'm with now, who is William Lashbrook. Mm-hmm. So, and another one. Yes. And if you don't, <laughs> I was going to say, if you don't mind me saying, and what a wonderful multi-dimensional gem he is. I've had the privilege he, of speaking he, with him. He's a wonderful man. Oh, mm-hmm. my husband is such a great guy. He he just loves everybody. My husband uh, will go up in a parking lot to the parking. Attended. I don't care whether the guy's Middle Eastern, Black, Latino, whatever, and say, "Hey, how's your day? How are you?" Is that kind of guy, and that's one of the main reasons that I fell in love with him. He has such a good heart, and I can see that. And the conversations and that I've had with him, right, and very mm-hmm. respectable towards women too, because he grew up in a very matriarchal household. Um, his uh, his mom and dad divorced when he was one, uh, so he mm-hmm. um, he grew up with his mother and his grandmother, and they taught him right. Yes, ma'am, they sure did. <laughs> um. mm-hmm. So, what was it like to have Mr. Al Pacino as part of your life? Well, it, it was pretty surreal because. I started going out with a man who, you know, put me around Al Pacino and the people that he was around and whoa, 
uh, I go to a party and there was uh, 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 Sean Penn and uh, uh, there were top agents out of CAA. Um, and, um, oh, my God, you go in the back and then there was a couple of the people that played um, uh, in uh, several, I, I can't think of their names, but, uh, household names. Uh, in the very back would be, um, oh, my God, uh, Ringo Starr. And on and on and on. These were the kinds of people that I that I was um, a list of a list superstars, which was very very exciting, very exciting. And these people were very very nice. It was it was a trip to meet these people and to sit down with them. Not just to meet them on a red carpet or something, but to sit down in a home and you know at, at a party and celebrate and take pictures together and partake in, you know, uh, uh, sharing food. And just it was just phenomenal. It was exciting. Of course. And that is quite a life to lead. Yeah. I want to get to some questions. He was, he, uh, my, uh, my then husband, my late husband, was very very much of a gentleman. Very much. It was like a, uh, it was like a dawn. Always dressed up in a, a suit, uh, you know, with the tie and the shirt and the the jacket and uh, you know uh, the ring on every finger. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yes. You have a lot of current in, current endeavors that you're doing right now. And I want to ask this question is, um, I th- well, first of all, you have the most amazing husband in the world, like we just talked about. Um, yes. How did the two of you meet? Yes. How, how, did, you, how did you meet Mr. Mr. Al here? I met, I met um, Bill um, mm-hmm. I had three different friends I knew before I knew him that knew him. There was a doctor, and then there was a another guy who was a, 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 two other close buddies of him. His, so it was like I was destined to meet this guy. And we met over mm-hmm. the phone first, and uh, he was a gentleman caller for a good couple of months. And mm-hmm. um, I slowly, you know, uh, fell in love with his voice. He's got a, uh, a, a, a bedroom voice. <laughs> And he loved my laugh, you know, and uh, we talked every day. And so, um, and, and my husband had just died a few months before, so I wasn't in a hurry to get into any kind of relationship. I was in mourning, but it couldn't have come at a better time because I was really hurt. And, uh, you know, uh, six months later, you know, we resumed a relationship. But uh, we took it very, very slowly. And I just his daughter Jessica Lashbrook. Um, he's um, he's really just a wonderful gentleman, a very mutable guy. He loves people, and people love him. Just I, I couldn't have picked a better guy, really. And I see that. And and what is the best? We we you know we both was, write together. And uh, by the way, and we're not jealous. No, we're not jealous of each we other either. Yeah, but I'm going to be working with uh, Craig Muckler, who's probably going to be doing the show soon. 
And um, uh, Bob Cummings, um, also uh, uh, Lou uh, Pozzero, uh, he was on Operation Repo, on Repo Radio. We're going to be, yeah, he was a Repo man uh, with True TV. And so um, a great muffler is going to be doing um, uh, a Hollywood showcase, and he's also going also going to be uh, doing a podcast. So mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's what we got up. And Craig also has a thing coming up with uh, that's going to uh, oh, uh, preview at the uh, uh, Chinese Theater, I think it is, or Brahmin's Chinese. And it's called, you know, uh, what is it, Taboo Identity, the Kay Parker story. So we've got all those things coming up, which is really, really exciting. Yes, I see that. And I was going to get to this question. What's the best part about having a fellow writer, fellow writer as your best friend? Well, the, the best thing is you get to work together. Um, you get to, mm-hmm. you know, uh, bounce back your ideas with each other. Um, that's what we like. We could say anything in front of each other. Nobody's going to get hurt or anything like that. Uh, in fact, we're also writing uh, my book together, uh, which is about my, my life story, uh, which is about adoption. It's going to be called Looking for and Finding Me. I was mm-hmm. adopted at first. And um, um, I, but I really lucked out. I wound up with a, a wonderful family. I never had to go into, you know, off care or anything like that. But I do work with foster foster kids. I have worked with foster kids, which was my way of, you know, paying it forward. Um, up in San Francisco, uh, outside of there, uh, we um, worked on this ranch with, I worked with girls, showed them how to wear their makeup, what their best colors, what to wear, uh, because I was a color consultant for so many years, too. And uh, it was a nonprofit, uh, which was really, really very, um, it was really very gratifying to give back. And kids who really needed it, these kids were abused uh, sexually, physically, you know, and just beat up in life. And we taught, taught them horticulture, you know, um, um, cooking, just, and just watch these people just watch these kids just grow. We had equine therapy. Unfortunately, that um, that ranch was burnt down, you know, with the fires up there. Uh, we were looking for another another uh, so something like it in the future. But it would that would be something that I would be doing something very part time with my business partner up there. So, but uh, as far as uh, writing, you know, that's uh, there's going to be a lot of that in the book. And my husband is helping me write it. So, <laughs> yes. But those are the yes. things that I'm mainly. He's not only a muse, but he's also a brilliant individual. He is. Oh my God, my uh, my husband. Um, what you? What did you? You went to uh, tell her where you went for college. Oh, um, Sophia, listen, I. Uh... Hmm? Attended, uh, I attended Occidental College out here, which is a well-known uh, school uh, and, and lucked out, I guess, I suppose. I went there on scholarship. I kind of drifted through high school in Anaheim. But uh, You come out to California, I'm going to show you these areas. 
Anyway, Occidental College is an oasis in Los Angeles. And and I, I went, yeah, and I went to law school uh, um, at UCLA. But um, Oxy was uh, Occidental was where I, I met uh, wonderful friends and uh, a, a marvelous education, quite frankly. But uh, at night, uh, I, I, I belonged to the drama department there at Oxy, and uh, uh, at night, uh, I, I had jobs, of course, to help <laughs> pay the bills, so to speak. My mother lived up in the hills there in L.A., but um, I needed the gas money and the insurance money for my my car. But uh, I attended, in between jobs and uh, college, I attended the old uh, Pasadena Playhouse, and that's where I uh, fell in love with the um, the acting business and uh, uh, communications, especially communications, especially voice work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, uh, Sophia, um, yes. if, if uh, any of our listening audience, Sophia, uh, mm-hmm. have young children, I'm telling you that no matter what these children go into, and, and I and you're on radio, and you know very well what I'm talking about. Um, uh, these kids need early in life to understand the value of communication, face-to-face yeah. communication. And, uh, Sophia, I, I, you and I and Kathy, we want to get these kids' faces uh, away from the uh, cell phones and into learning how to have face-to-face communications so that uh, our, our, our new generations coming in, uh, they're dealing with, with with live individuals, not these damned games and cell phones. And what? No, uh, we, we, we really need to pursue the, um, the, 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 the human race is, is what I'm thinking. Now, I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but I'm going to put you back with the uh, atomic blonde. <laughs> but uh, uh, thank you for letting me say that, Sophia. Uh, nope. All right. <laughs> so I just wanted to put him on a little bit and uh, to let, you know, the listeners um, hear his voice and uh, learn a little bit about him. But okay. And uh, so I want to know from your perspective, what do you love best about old Hollywood and how has Hollywood changed in your mind? Old Hollywood. <laughs> Old Hollywood was more, I don't know, iconic. Uh, uh, there was more of a, it wasn't about as much about money. It was more about mm-hmm. putting, you know, quality, quality on there. Yeah. And um, the storylines uh, were very, very original today. You, you know, they squeezed the juice out of the orange because, you know, it's, it's, just, a whole, it's just a whole new thing. Um uh, it, it's it's all about the money nowadays, and I don't know. I I, I love the old iconic stars. It's like the accountants have gotten control of Hollywood. Yeah, the account it's run by the accountants. You know, it's mm-hmm. just a little bit of a different world than it was. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. And you, you think I have of Hollywood. You think of old Hollywood. You think of Marilyn Monroe. You think of 
Oh, Mark my God, Gable. Clark Gable. Uh, yes. You know, that's what I can do, you know. <laughs> so, yes. But and the young everybody has their own opinion. Yes, of course. I want to know, what do you want to say to young women today entering the film industry? Okay, what do I want to tell them? First of all, get a good education. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, not, do not be going to bed, in and out of bed with these producers. It doesn't work, mm-hmm. okay? I've seen it over and over and over again. Get your education. Go to a good acting school as, as um, uh, great as you can afford to go to and learn uh uh, 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 learn um, scene scene therapy. Learn um, oh, what is it? Um, what were we discussing, honey? Well, communication. Uh, communication. Learn um, how to um, learn how to um, what is the word that I'm cold reading? Learn your cold reading. Oh, yeah. That is so important because when you go to audition. You have to know how to do that. Learn to improvise, improvisation. That's the word that I was looking for today. It's so important. But um, always be in the driver's seat, uh, you know, because get a get something on your resume, even if you have to start at, out as a um, uh, an extra or whatever, get some film on themselves, on yourself. There's companies today that will put you on film uh, so that you have a film to give to a um, uh, a, a producer or a, a, a casting director. Also, what you want to do is uh, do a lot of networking, but yes. always, always respect yourself. Because if mm-hmm. you don't respect yourself, somebody else is going to respect you. Right. Agreed. Amen to that. And be strong, you know, strong woman. My mother, her biggest, best piece of information to me is be in the driver's seat. Always be in the driver's seat. Never have to depend upon somebody else to, you know, uh, uh, make a make a living for you or anything like that. Don't live large. Live what you can really afford to do. Go to the, go to the best acting mm-hmm. school that you can afford, and, and and get that education. It's so important. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I agree with you there. And that's that's something I go by as well. That's one thing I was um, raised with and, and had an impact on me as well. So I agree totally on that advice, a thousand percent. You know, get out there, go out there, get your education. You know, be, uh, be knowledgeable of the world around you and be as well-rounded as possible and keep evolving. Women, and, and not only that, uh, but, you know, don't be so, you know, in a hurry to get into a uh, a, a, a love relationship or anything. Have a relationship with yourself first. Mm-hmm. I know that's not weird, yeah. but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> unless you learn to like yourself, and unless you are fulfilled, you're not going to make a good mm-hmm. mate to anybody. I learned that the hard way. <laughs> but I, I, I always tell these girls that are up and coming, you know, just mm-hmm. just learn what you can, be the best that you can be. And have you know have confidence if something if something doesn't feel right, learn you know use your intuition because it's usually right. Mhm. Yes, of course, agreed. Be surrounded by good people. 
you know, if something doesn't feel right, get out of there. It's bad for your soul, you know, for somebody mm-hmm. to uh, get you into a predicament that uh, you don't feel good about or that you're going to be sorry about or that isn't right. You know, that's one thing. I I never sold out. I I never uh, signed a deal with the devil. I never, um, what, what do you call, uh, you know how some of these girls do. I never sold my soul. Or anything right. like that. I always wanted to maintain some kind of, you know, integrity, so that respect is very important to me. And so right. I, I just did my, you know, I just did my best to, to learn what I could and and to, you know, if if I was working on a if I was working on a set, I'd be one of the first ones on the set. I'd know my lines. I, I, yeah, being on time is very important. And I respected my, my colleagues. I, 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 I respected people the way I wanted to be respected. And, yeah, the director is like, well, he's not God, but he's, <laughs> I, uh, you know, you know the. I wish he was God. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, God. I, I really don't mean it that way, but, you know. Uh, and that's what I lived by. You know, I, I, I tried to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Understood. I'm also I very like spiritual. that. It's very spiritual. I, there isn't mm-hmm. a day that goes by. I don't burn my Palo Santo and, you know, my, uh, uh, my yeah. incense. And, you know, I think, thank God, uh, thank the Lord Jesus Christ. And, you know, uh, uh, the Holy Spirit, uh, not, I'm not taking any chances. <laughs> I don't touch the hands of fate, but I always pray not only for myself, but I pray for my friends and my family and for everyone uh, out there so that everybody can prosper. And uh, yes. that's another thing. It's very important to want other people to succeed. And if you have somebody near you that, you know, let's say another acting uh, actor friend, help them. Because this empowers you. You know, uh, I can't tell you how many people that I've introduced to other people. And uh, because, it, and more more likely than not, they're going to turn around and do the same for you. Yes. It's like actors helping actors. Of course. Because they do. This is a hard, this is a hard enough uh, business as it is. So it's very important mm-hmm. to help. And, uh, you know, it's 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 just it's just a respectful thing to do. Of course. If there's a place that inspires you in the world, what is it? Oh my God, <laughs> I get Italy. I, I spent um, a month in Italy back in 2010. Uh, I was, mm-hmm. you know, like a, a a very good friend and a uh, uh, like a co-manager or micromanager. Uh, all for a mezzo soprano, and uh, we spent a month out there because she had to record and different things. Uh, but also, uh, Bill and I, for our 12th anniversary uh, last September, we went to the British Isles because that's where my um, background is. You know, uh, we especially lived in London, and uh, oh my God. Uh, San Francisco is another uh, wonderful place that I love out here. Um, that's like my second home. I 
I lived up there at one time in the 70s up on Knob Hill, and then I left it, but I always wound up going back. And because Bill's daughter is up there and he lived up there for so long, consequently, we always go up there two, three times a year. And we just, you know, it's, it's gone downhill, unfortunately, but it's never going to be what it was. But there's something about going up across that San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge and the people up there are just, just wonderful. They really are. But those wonderful. are the places that I enjoy. Well, with less than a minute to go, I wanted to say thank you so much for calling in and sharing your story on Gypsy Poet Radio. I'm very grateful that you called in. And I also, yes, and I also want to say thank you to everybody listening out in San Antonio and beyond. Thank you all so much. So if you're, uh, you're out there you want to catch the show, you can go ahead and catch it on Pandora, uh, Spotify, Apple Music. And you can also find it, um, the direct link here. And you can also access it via the Facebook app um, because I'm always uh, sharing the link there. Um, of uh, Gypsy Poet Radio. So if you guys want to continue to um, enjoy even after the show, it's going to be archived within 15 minutes after the show um, is, is over. So thank you all so much. Thank you so much to you, Miss Catherine Coven Pacino, for calling in and having and having so much fun talking on, on GPR. And, of course, Mr. L, I absolutely love him. He is an amazing, amazing character as well. So those of you tuning in, please, please, please. Uh, be sure to uh, look up all social media platforms. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Joe Williamson. Thank you, Joe. We love you. Yes. Harley of course. Warren. Thank you, Joe Williamson. Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I, I have to say that, yes, thank you so much to Joe Williamson for, for bringing all, all of us together here, for bringing, uh, for bringing Gypsy Poet Radio to the company of your, of your wonderful, wonderful clients and friends. Thank you all so much for, for joining my, my clan and my group and everything. Uh, it's been a blast, and please be sure to catch the archive. Thank you all so much for calling in. And uh, be sure to catch Gypsy Poet Radio again next week as well. Thank you all so much. This is the Gypsy Poet signing off saying adio for now. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.